Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Blue Bud Wisdom Show, a podcast created to share simple tools to break you free from the mind chatter, reclaim your divinity, and support your journey to freedom and happiness. I'm your host, Ellen Catherine Shamilov, spiritual wealth catalyst and healer. Now let's jump into your dose of ancient wisdom. Hey everyone, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I am going through another layer that just popped up. And when I say layer, I mean I'm peeling another layer of that onion that I keep talking about where we're going through different transformations and peeling away all different types of emotions and traumas that um, we've experienced in our childhood and in our lifetimes and possibly also in um, through the ancestral lineage. So join me as I share with you something that really was uh, something hard for me to even want to look at. Not so much of me being in denial because I knew that it was there after it came to me, but more of feeling um, like I really didn't want to look at it. I was just trying to kind of um, try positive thinking or, you know, do something other than think about what I'm about to share with you. So I'll start off with saying this, how it came about. There is um, a reprogramming of the subconscious mind um, modality that someone had kind of put together using different modalities that he has used. And I've been dabbling into different types of modalities that are out there to see what I would resonate with. And this one seemed a little interesting. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't really know so much of how they get their answers, which is what led me to asking um, that same question. I, I When I looked at their their program, it's called the Spiral. It basically is an eight-session type of program where they start from the bottom of the um, vibrational frequency chart uh, and they work up the spiral to where the higher vibrations reside. So the low vibrations are basically, you know, anger, guilt, fear, shame, worry, um, envy, and some other stuff. And as you go up that spiral, the vibrations go a little bit higher Um, And so until you reach the part of not feeling or residing any of those negative emotions is where you can um, be at a more higher vibration. And that's why it's eight sessions. Like I said, I haven't tried it, so I can't really speak to it or how it really works. But I questioned it. I I, when I looked at it and I said, wow, um, I wonder how they figure out if we actually are holding these types of emotions. And when I saw shame and guilt, I thought, well, I'm not really holding those types of emotions because I'm not ashamed of, you know, being a spiritual person, even though people try to put me down about it. I'm not 
afraid to speak about topics that most people maybe don't feel comfortable to talk about. So I just thought, you know, I, I don't really think that this you know, works for everybody because I don't really think I do have it. But I asked, do I have shame and guilt? Up? That's, you know, am I experiencing that? And then I got an answer. And the answer was yes, you are ashamed of your body. And when I thought of that, I really started thinking about how that shows up in my life. I know that I'm not happy about my weight. I know that um, when I eat foods, sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't be eating this because it's going to cause more weight gain. Or maybe I should have less of this. And then the the joy of enjoying the foods, me being a foodie, the joy of it just goes out the window because I don't get to think about how delicious the food is. I think about how I maybe shouldn't finish it or how maybe, you know, now that I ate rice or a grain in this meal for the next meal, I should only have a salad. And what if I don't want a salad and I force myself to have a salad because I know that I'm supposed to. The energy and intention behind forcing yourself to do something so that you don't feel guilty that you didn't is worse than actually having the guilt because the intention is so much stronger. And I learned that really the hard way um, because I know what intentions do. I know exactly how intentions work. And I, I think I talked about this in a previous in a much, much earlier episode um, about when I worked, when I was working for someone and I was transitioning out of that position and I had hired or found someone to replace me. And I, the reason why I was leaving was because I felt like I wasn't being appreciated. I felt like I was put more down than I was praised for the really, I felt like I did great work there. And um, the person I worked for didn't see it. And that made me feel like disempowered. And I know myself, part of my values is not to be around people who don't want to empower me. And according to previous experience, not to be in situations such as that where I feel like I'm not being appreciated. That's not the place I want to put myself around. So that goes as part of my values. And so when I was leaving and did have somebody else, even though I really was happy that I was leaving, a part of me wished that this employer of mine would really miss my work, would see that the other person is maybe not doing the same type of work or not giving the same amount of attention like I did. And that was the intention without me even realizing how powerful it was that I went into when I was training this person. So basically this person completely had a shield up without an energetic shield without either of us even knowing. And it came to um, to light when I saw that everything that I explained she didn't do and everything that I had shown her and trained her on she didn't know and understand even though we spoke about it and you know from what she showed me it sounded like she understood. So it was interesting because when I asked myself what happened here I immediately got the answer your intention was for her to screw up 
And so she didn't really hear you. And I thought that was really powerful. So again, going back to what I want to talk about today is how shame shows up. And sometimes we may not be in denial, but we don't realize how much the shame plays a role and where it comes from. You know, when when I was looking at in the mirror, I I thought, wow, this is a complete replica of my mom's body. There's there's absolutely no joke in that statement. When I was little, I used to see my mother coming out of the shower, so I saw her body. I would watch her get dressed and I would ask her, Mommy, what's wrong with your stomach? Why is your stomach like that? Why are your boobs like that? Um, why do you have like I didn't know what they were called, um, cellulite, but I, I don't remember what I called, but I asked, why does she have all that? And her answer was, well, that's what you get when you get older and you have kids. And I thought, wow, okay, so maybe that's what it is to be like a woman. And if you know much about subconscious mind and um, the, the brain waves, when we're kids, we're sponges. We soak up our environment. We take everything that we see and learn and it just gets stored into our body. Our brains create signals um, in our bodies. Our DNA gets activated. Um, You know, ancestral lineage stuff could get activated as well that really make us see that part of reality and make us um, live that type of lifestyle if you think about the subconscious mind work, reprogramming the, the subconscious mind, and let's say, for example, they talk about the topic of money. If you hear all these coaches, they're always going back to the same question. Well, what did your parents think about money? And what did you hear them say a lot? And, you know, for example, the money grows on trees or, um, you know, they don't have money. How do they spend? Um, you look at your parents to see why you have certain values towards this topic, in this case money, or why why you have certain habits around this topic, you know, what what is actually going on and where did you get it from? And most likely it comes from our, our um, childhood times because like I said, we were sponges and grabbing all this information around our environment. So my, my, what I basically absorbed as a sponge was this is how mother is this is how being a mother is this is how being um a woman is and I didn't realize that until I think it was a few months ago when I was really dabbling more into subconscious mind and I understood that it was really like the picture that my brain took and created that for myself So I created, according to what I learned, that this is what a woman looks like and that's why it shows up for me. And I'm not blaming my mom for not taking better care of herself. I'm not blaming my mom or anybody for any of this stuff because all of this is just part of life. I chose my mom before I came here to learn a particular lesson and maybe to experience what she's experiencing or to experience these weight issues so that I can release whatever needs to be released 
There's always a lesson. We don't always know what they are, but that's where awareness comes in. And that's where we start just start doing the work, just start clearing things out and just, you know, make sure that we don't live our lives based on the negative self-talk and the ego and the mind chatter that we have. So I am ashamed of my body because according to what society had taught my mom and us, and even if you see on Instagram and, you know, all these different social media um, platforms, everyone is showing off what they look like and what, you know, how sexy they are or, you know, what what makes it even worse is the filters that they have to try to um, make your appearance change, to enhance your appearance and basically to put out a version of you that's not really you. And what society has taught us is that we need to be perfect. And their definition of perfect is what most of us are striving for so that we can be accepted and loved, right? Because everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to feel that. But what they're missing is that us as spiritual beings, and this applies to me as well, because like I said, this is something that I just realized. And as hard as it is for me to talk about this and to, you know, make public. I'm bringing it up because as I just got to this layer of the onion, I want to show you what I'm doing and give you the motivation to help yourselves as well. If there's, um, I know that there's a lot of women, there's a lot of women out there who really feel, you know, ashamed of their bodies, who feel like they're either too fat or too skinny, or they don't have their breasts lifted up in a certain way, or their lips could be plump a little bit more. Uh, It's just, all of this is what society has taught us to look, to be perfect, to be at a certain weight, to look at a certain way, so that we could all pretty much be the same. It's like a robot. They all want us to be those little robots that have the same hairstyle, same haircuts, same hair colors, um, wear the same type of clothes, so then nobody stands out, and then nobody can be unique. And that's not the basis of this life. So going back to the shame and guilt, if If there's one thing that I can relay right now about this is that the shame, when you look at it, the best way to determine what's really going on is by being aware of the negative self-talk. The negative self-talk, like when you look in the mirror and you're examining your body and you could say, oh, if only I had a smaller, I don't know, a smaller stomach. If only I had less, less cellulite. If only I had, um, if only I weighed this amount of weight. You know what I mean? Like, if onlys are just really um, concentrating on what you want rather than looking at the beauty of what you already have. And trust me, 
I understand that it could be extremely hard to look in the mirror and give yourself bullshit affirmations. I've done it. It didn't work. I've also tried many different diets. I've tried exercising. I've tried a lot. My diet has always been, actually my weight has always been up and down. And what's interesting is that, yes, when I put in all the effort, I would lose all the weight. But as soon as I would stop, it would just go back to the same number. And what I realized was that all of this, like the, 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 the previous, the most, the most recent time that I tried to do Weight Watchers was about two months ago. I signed up a few months ago. I tried it for the first three weeks and only lost one pound. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I've done Weight Watchers before and I'm literally eating salads all the time. I'm barely eating. I don't even eat meat anymore. I cut out all these things from my diet. That's impossible that I'm only losing one pound. And when I asked myself, well, what, what was it about? Well, the answer that I got is emotions. I thought, well, I'm clearing all that out. No, you're clearing it out, but there's still more. And this is what it was. It was the shame that I was feeling that I wasn't looking at and wasn't facing. And it's the shame that we give ourselves every day when we look in the mirror and we create it all over again. Every single time we repeat the same words, every single time we have those feelings of disgust and hatred towards our bodies, not accepting ourselves, it causes us to stay the same or gain more weight. We need to give ourselves more positive, loving talk. And as hard as that can seem, there is a way that we could do it. And I challenge you to do it with me. And I challenge you to do it because I want you to see how you can make these shifts. I want you to be able to participate in your own transformation and really be able to understand how amazing it could be if you change your language and how amazing it could be that the change of or yeah the change in the usage of your language can change your story because right now when you're in shame you're constantly speaking out the same story and I can say that when you do affirmations, you try to create a new story, but that doesn't sound like it helps because it's um, the feeling that you're getting when you're saying it is like, yeah, that's not true. You're still giving yourself negative self-talk, even though you're not saying it out loud, even if it's just your thoughts, it's still negative self-talk. So if you're having that while you do affirmations, then affirmations is not for you. There is a way that we could do this together. And it only requires three to five minutes extra of your time after you brush your teeth in the morning. You're there anyway looking in the mirror, so you might as well just examine your body and this time make an intention to filter only the positive aspects of yourself. When you scan your body, prior to scanning your body, that intention comes first. Let me see how beautiful I look today. Let me see how 
I can admire myself today. All those types of intentions and the intention of looking for something positive is still going to be there even if you don't say the words that I just said. If you don't feel comfortable saying it and the feelings feel off, just think and know for yourself that the intention behind looking in the mirror is to admire your the qualities of yourself that you love because there must be some qualities of yourself that you love if you love how beautiful and shiny your hair is if you love how beautiful your eyes are you can mention how you love you know i love how beautiful and big my eyes are they really complement or they're really proportional to my base i don't know i love my neckline i love my jawline Oh, I love my waistline. I love the way um, my hands look so skinny. But whatever it is that comes to mind, you can even say I love my figure. Yeah, I love the shape. You might want to lose a couple of pounds, but you don't want to say that. You don't want to concentrate on that. You want to look at all the positives that you can see. If your silhouette was a little bit smaller, but the shape is still the same, I love my silhouette. I love whatever it is because you're concentrating on the positives. And this is something that my sister actually mentioned to me um, because she's a dietitian. So she gave me this idea and I thought, you know what? I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try that because I tried affirmations and it didn't work. So I think I'm going to try it this way. Another thing that I've been doing is bringing more awareness to any type of self-talk that I have throughout the day. Like when I think of um, anything, if I have an idea and something negative comes to mind or something that doesn't feel like it's empowering me, um, if there's like mistrust in that statement or if there's any type of fear in that statement then I can already recognize that this is not my higher self talking to me. It's not the version of me that I want to be. So that's um, what I write down. And sometimes in the beginning, because I remember when I started this, I didn't have the intention of writing things down. Um, But I started my own type of um, reprogramming the subconscious mind modality. As I said before, I dabbled into a lot. And I found some that really resonated with me, but not the whole program, parts of the programs that I came across. And I took those little pieces and I built it into one that so far I've tried it on other people and they've felt some shifts come up, some emotional release. Um, And that's, you know, I'm assuming that you're going to need more, but since this is something new that I've just recently put together and tried on people... I've been getting the nudge to write out all the negatives that come up so that I can take that and use it on myself when I reprogram and upgrade my DNA to uh, a new program that I want installed instead of the negative self-talk. So I would encourage you to also as part of your transformation, when you have a negative thought or a negative, you know, anything, like if you hear a conversation going on where it's like, um, 
you hear a good aspect and a bad aspect, then I would encourage you to try to be more aware of what is going on and try to see what it feels. What What is this aspect versus the other aspect? What is whatever that's coming through? Does it feel good? Does it feel empowering? Does it feel like there's fear in there? Or there is there love? Is there compassion? Is there more of like this um, feel of a, feeling of empowerment and expansion? It, and that's how you can decipher which voice is which so that you can start following the one that feels more empowering, that feels more expansive. And then if you can write down those negative things and just keep in mind, this is not the type of talk I want to have for myself. This is me playing out the same story. And keep in mind also with this particular subject about being ashamed of who you are, being ashamed of your body. The the shame, the energy of shame keeps you in that same size, keeps you in that same situation because you're not allowing yourself to create a different reality. You're reminding your body that this is what you see and this is what is going to continue coming. And this is how subconscious mind reprogramming works. It's repetition. The more you repeat something, the more it's going to happen. So that's why if you're constantly staying in the same story, you're constantly re- you're reenacting what's going on and just reminding your body that this is what needs to be created. This is what needs to be created. And that's why I really believe in, in language. Like the, the power of words really does play a role. Your thoughts are prayers. Your words are commands. So every time you're thinking about something, it's like you're praying for that to happen. And that's why if you write down those negative thoughts, you know what you're working on so that you can get to the next level and say, well, no, this is not what I want to say to myself. And you can catch yourself and stop yourself. Like, for example, a long time ago when I used to make mistakes and I was embarrassed of them, I used to say, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I made that mistake. Wow. So, so stupid of me. And then one day when I started, you know, making transformations, I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to call myself stupid. I'm not an idiot. I made a mistake. Big deal. So now anytime I say something or I think something, I retract that statement and put a new statement and forgive myself because again, the thoughts are prayers and words are commands. And so I command to release the negative things that I just said and replace it with something else. And again, the more you do this, the more you keep on reminding yourself, the more you keep on changing your story, then you start to see a transformation. And so this is why, even though I haven't tried it yet, I'm bringing it up because I think that this can work 
if you do it the way I just explained. Look in the mirror with the intention that you are only going to find the beauty of you. And then you just look at aspects of your body and just choose different things that seem great. Your filter, your eyes will become the filter of positive. Your eyes will become the filter of, oh, this is beautiful and that is beautiful. Oh, wow, you know what? I never actually realized how, how great my butt looks. I'm going to just say that my butt looks great. I love my small butt or I love how formed my butt is. What, whatever it is, be specific, say it, say it proud. Don't say it like you're just doing yourself a favor and saying, yeah, I like my eyes. Yeah, look, the energy behind what we say is so important. Because you can say whatever, which is what affirmations were, but if the energy is not there, it won't work. So I challenge you to give yourself an extra three to five minutes every morning to praise parts of you with enthusiasm and love and real beauty and see what happens. Take note of the negative self-talk. In the beginning, this might be a little bit on the intense side because we're not used to looking at the beautiful stuff. We're looking at the models and saying, oh, I wish I had that. And instead of looking at the models and saying that, you are now your own model. You are now going to look at yourself and praise yourself for what you do have because I'm sure you can find a few things every day and things will get easier. I'll be sharing my experiences because I'm going to be doing this with you. I believe that as a team, we can get this, we can do this, we can support each other in doing this. We can really be able to help each other so that we can actually feel better about ourselves. We can peel this layer off we don't have to be ashamed of our bodies just because models work on themselves and have to really, really, really work hard. Like they really have to work hard. They don't eat. They work out. I don't know how many times a day they have all these other procedures done. It's not real. Imagine if they don't do that. What are they going to look like? They're going to look like all of us other humans that are trying to look like them. It's not real. And we've got to come forth with that idea and just remind ourselves that we are being authentic and we praise ourselves every day instead of feeling like we're missing out on something just because we don't have the size or figure that they have. We were given this body. We chose this body. We chose these experiences. Now let's get our power back and take away the shame because nobody can tell us what we should look like. Nobody can tell us that we need to be perfect or that we're not perfect the way we are. Who made these rules? Who said that we have to look a certain way? It's the society, it's the magazines, it's all these things that people want to just be loved and accepted. That's what this is all about. People want to be loved 
and accepted. So you go on social media, you post these pictures of not even smiling, posing like these other people pose. Like everybody looks the same in all these poses. I used to do the same. I used to do that. And when I, um, when I was thinner, I used to tan a lot and wear really provocative clothing where my cleavage was showing. I would wear um, sexy lingerie and sexy outfits and take pictures of myself and all these selfies and put it up. And why? Because I wanted love. I wanted the attention from all these people. But underneath all of me doing that, I wanted to feel loved and accepted by people that I didn't even know. It felt good. But look at why it feels good. Because are you not getting it from somewhere else? Are you dealing with something? I was dealing with abandonment issues for my dad. I felt like I wasn't getting enough attention from men. And so posting those things made me feel good. There's so many layers that we can peel if we know what we're looking for. And the negative self-talk is the biggest thing that will lead us to what is actually happening within us. The fear-based conversations that goes on in our heads, those are indications that there is something that needs to be worked on. The fear that when you post these pictures and you didn't get enough likes, it's, oh my God, do they not love me? Am I not being accepted? So what society is doing to us doesn't help us. They are nobodies telling us to look a certain way and act a certain way so we can be accepted and loved. We have to give our power to ourselves. We need to take our power back and realize that we don't need love and acceptance for being somebody that we're not. We have to be authentic. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be honest with other people and value what we have because we chose it. So if we chose it prior to coming here, then why not embrace it? And while I tell you this, yes, it is something that I am learning. It is something that I'm embracing in my own life. It is something that I am um, working on. So your next step is to give yourself positive talk. Do this challenge with me. Give yourself the opportunity to change the negative self-talk by writing it down. It doesn't take long. Take a piece of paper. Keep a little notebook with you. Maybe put it in your notes on your phone and write it down. You can even use the, um, I forgot what it's called, the microphone to speak it out if you want to. I wouldn't do that because you're doing a thought and a command. But whatever makes your life easier, just get it out and then write down what the positive thought of it is. You always want to think of what the positive thought of it is. So you have the negative self-belief, you have the negative parts, and then you want to write next to it, write, what is the opposite of that? How do I want to feel instead? And then from there, you know what you want to feel, 
And so you will bring more awareness to when you have these negative self-beliefs or negative self-talk coming up that you know that, wait a minute, I remember I wrote this down before. This is not something I want to feel. I want to feel this instead. It's the same thing what I did when I used to call myself stupid. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that me coming out of the closet with my newfound layer that I'm going to be working on is helpful for you to see that we're always working on ourselves. We're always transforming. It's a matter of whether you're dedicated to doing it, whether you are willing to put in the extra effort like writing things down, and whether you're really facing the truth of what's happening. Sometimes people need guidance. I agree. I needed guidance. Sometimes I still do. I have a coach who guides me. And I think if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have had this much of a transformation. And that's one of the main reasons why I started the Ascension Gateway community. Because you can't do it alone. I mean, you can if you want to, if you feel like you can. But sometimes we need to be around other people who are on the same level as us to give us that empowering support, to push us in the right direction, and to get us to where we want to be. Sometimes we need that guidance so that we can feel more love for ourselves and get back to where we were. Because you know what? There's going to be this ebb and a flow. We will feel the highs and the low. We are going to go through um, the spiral, right? Sometimes we'll feel really at the higher vibration, and then other times we'll feel in the really low vibration. And the key here is to not get sucked in to the low, in the low vibration. So, and I know how it feels because when I was going through this in the beginning, I thought I was crazy. I was like, wait, I'm doing all this work. How am I going back into this feeling? But now I know what to do. Now I know how I can get myself to a higher vibration. I'm not just bypassing it. I'm bringing awareness to what's going on. I'm understanding this is an experience I have. This is an experience that I'm going through. And I'm realizing also that it might not even be mine. It might be the universal consciousness that I'm picking up on. Sorry, there's an airplane. You might hear it in the background. So going back to what I said, yes, I created this community to not only give you the support, even though that's a huge part of it, but to also provide some more education. There are always topics around ascension. We're always learning. And we're reminding ourselves of what the ascension process looks like, reminding ourselves of different points of where we can transform is important. It's an important part of our enlightenment journey. And um, that's what I'm offering in the community. So if you do come to the community, I welcome you with open arms. Let me know if you're going to be doing this challenge with me. Um, 
I would say it's probably like a 30-day challenge and see where it goes from there because like you, this would be something new to me too. And I'll try to keep you updated on how I've been feeling and if there's been a shift in anything. And I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear where you are at on your journey. If you feel the same kind of shame towards your body because of the programmed perfection that we should be striving for is what we're working towards. I'd love to hear if you're going to be part of this challenge and how you're feeling with this challenge. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and I thank you again for listening to this episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Blue Blood Wisdom Podcast. Make sure to visit my website, ellencatherine.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, be sure to take a moment and give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share or tell your friends about the show. I'd love to share the wisdom further, and your help will make that happen. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode.